0: Interfaith Talk Radio being brought to you by Dr. Pat Worldwide on Alternative Talk 1150 AM and streaming on the internet at interfaithtalkradio.com We are sharing and expanding dialogue on interfaith understanding and seeking to celebrate together our shared spiritual quest. We are a rabbi, a Muslim minister, and a Christian pastor. I am Rabbi Ted Falcon from uh, Beit Aleph Meditative Synagogue. I'm Brother Jamal Rahman from uh, Interfaith Community Church. And in a moment we're going to speak with Pastor Don McKenzie from University Congregational United Church of Christ. Um, If you remember from last week, he was uh, actually had just come out of surgery when the show aired last week. Last week I was here by myself. This week Jamal and I are here, and Pastor Don is recovering at home. So he's with us in spirit.
1: He's and also, with- we shall be hearing from the Spirit.
0: We will we will speak spirit to spirit in <laughs> yes. just in just a moment. I'd just like to remind the people who are uh, with us for the first time that we are here every Monday from five to six p.m. This is an interactive show, so if you choose to join us with comments or questions on the theme of the day, you're welcome to call us at the station at 425-373-5527. 425-373-5527. Or if you are in western Washington, you can call toll-free at 888 Two nine eight fifty five sixty nine. And you can always find more information about us, perhaps more than you ever wanted to find, and share comments with us and any questions you might have that you'd like us to take up on the air at our website, www.interfaithtalkradio.com. So, welcome to our show uh, on this. Beginning of February two thousand and seven, and I think it would be good to check in with Pastor Don and see uh, how he's doing. So, Pastor Don, are you on the phone? I am. And how are you doing?
2: Well, I'm. I'm coming along. Uh, it's been quite an experience, you know. I think in the week that uh, since my surgery, which feels like years in some ways, um, I have been. It's it felt like coming up through some. Kind of layers of fog to a new uh, awareness of something, and um, every day is different. Um, some days are more physically painful than others, but uh, basically, um, I'm doing fine. Yeah. And
0: are you able to play the piano?
2: Uh, no. <laughs> uh,
0: still not able to do that.
2: <laughs> I would like to. I would like to, but so far, I'm basically able to lie in bed and uh, watch uh, Marx Brothers movies and read.
1: But he has the world's uh, best nurses.
2: I do. I have a great nursing staff. My wife, Judy, and my daughter, Mary, are here, and the dog, Casey. Uh, Uh, I'm the only guy in the house, but uh, that's
0: okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting to hear you mention it, because the process of healing um, is one of those places where we are called upon to be awake, and to really pay attention to what the moment brings, rather than to what we think it'll bring, or what we think it's supposed to bring.
2: Well, you're so right, Ted. The, the, um, that's, I think that was, is something I would say that has characterized uh, my week. Um, uh, six months ago, when I was diagnosed with prostate cancer, I was in shock um, a little bit. Uh, to be told, you have cancer is a kind of a shock. Um, mm. The good news is that the kind of cancer I had is uh, 99.99% curable. And so um, I had to get to a new place to embrace the reality of having cancer and beginning the process of uh, healing uh, and making decisions about how that would be treated and so forth. And and I would have to say that the last six months has brought me many blessings. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, just a new awareness of things. And, and that awareness that to be healed you have to be present to the process of healing, you have to be awake, and that's that's extremely important. Right. The other blessing, of course, is that I don't, I don't have cancer anymore because of the mm-hmm. surgery. So right. um, it's an amazing experience.
1: And also having faith in the power of prayer. Yes. Uh, besides your Christian friends, also from your Jewish and Muslim friends. Amen.
2: Yeah, that's so true. I, I feel as if I've been carried. Mm. Uh, for these many months uh, by the prayers of many people.
1: Allah be praised, as we say.
0: Amen. (laughs) Amen. Alhamdulillah.
1: Alhamdulillah, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Praise God, as Pastor Don says. Praise Praise be to God. Thanks be to God. And he always says, thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's his signature remark.
0: (laughs) So we are assuming that you will be listening to the show and call up if we say anything incorrect or misleading. Yep. And uh we assume that we can check in with you again next week when we are on the air and I guess the week after that you'll be back with us.
2: Um, I'm not sure when i no, I won't be back till the twenty sixth.
0: Okay. So yeah. we get to check with you next, telephonically.
2: That's right. Next and two Mondays, yeah.
0: Until then and our blessings and all the healing energies that we have flowing through us as well as through all of those who have been listening and enjoying this program are supporting you on your
1: path of healing. So, Thank all, you, all our prayers are with you, all our interfaith prayers. Amen. Thank
2: you, Jamal and Ted, very much. God bless you, Don. I'll be
1: listening. God bless. Yeah. A very special and precious friend. Yes. 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 And I, how, how beautiful he said it. Uh, it's something real he's experiencing, Yeah. not something conceptual. Uh, thank God the cancer was caught in time, but what an awakening. Uh, it makes you so much more conscious about God, about life. Right. There's a psychologist
0: named Fritz Kunkel, mm-hmm. who said that there were three basic ways to the opening of the heart, and in the opening of the heart, an opening to spiritual presence. Um, one way is through just realizing that there's a power greater than ourselves Mm -hmm. Uh, another way is through love through awakening to love with another person Mm -hmm. or with an animal or with nature and just having the heart burst open and the third way is through suffering and through challenge and of course suffering and challenge can either do you in or Offer you precious opportunities to awaken more fully to the wonder of the moment and the wonder of being alive.
1: So I sincerely believe that Brother Dawn will be illuminated. He'll be radiating all these wonderful celestial energies. energies. He's going to come
0: back, here' he's going to be so much higher than we. All right?
1: We'll, but, call, we'll call him Guru Dawn, uh,
0: undoubtedly. <laughs> but you know, in. There was a time when I was when I was afraid of going out and talking to a group and finding that they would be much higher than I, <laughs> yes. you know, and they'd be, I'd, I'd embarrass myself, <laughs> you know. I think I have something to teach, and I'd discover, wow, these people are so far beyond. And then I started realizing that the the higher you are, the more open your heart is, and the more you're available to love. So the worst that could happen to me if I go into a group that is that much higher than I, is that I'd get loved a lot. Absolutely. And they'd be so humble about it. Yeah. (laughs) So they probably wouldn't let me know directly um, that they actually knew everything I was saying. And were a couple... Which I suppose is the case with those of you who are listening to us as we discuss various issues in our ongoing dialogue on interfaith issues. Um... Yesterday, Brother Jamal and I were in Kent at uh, a Catholic church there with Father Vince, offering what was one of the first interfaith programs in that area, and talking about one God, many faces. Talking about the different approaches to God that are reflected in each of our traditions. And also talking about some of the difficulties in understanding that we are approaching the same God. Yes. That when you talk about God as Allah or when I talk about God as Adonai or Elohim, um, it's actually the same being, the same reality, the same life that we are pointing to with those words.
1: It's so important these days particularly and from the Islamic viewpoint to express the truth, what is in the Quran, which is the most authoritative scriptures for Muslims, that Allah says in the Quran that your God, telling to Christians and Jews, and my God tells a Muslim to tell the Christians and Jews, is one. We all come from one God. So the Quran is absolutely emphatic that Allah is a God of all of humanity, not for Muslims only because there's such a misassumption by educated people that Allah is only the God for Muslims and the Quran emphasizes again and again Allah is the God of all of humanity. It's very challenging
0: for the majority of us to step into a truly pluralistic consciousness where we can be aware of how firmly and how fully we hold our own beliefs, but don't consider that our beliefs are therefore the way everybody should believe, or that our beliefs are the only way one can believe, or the only way one can open one's heart, or open one's mind, or expand spiritually. And the challenge of being able to listen to each other and to be able to affirm the beauty of each other's traditions um, is the challenge that we are sharing. We're going to talk a little bit as the hour progresses about the different faces of God as reflected in our various traditions. This is Interfaith Talk Radio and we'll be right back.
3: church of christ wants you to know about the god is still speaking campaign a national effort to let everyone know that this denomination welcomes everyone no matter what to the worship of god and the service of the church we believe that god has much much more to tell us about the good news of the gospel of jesus and about what love can do to help us with this beautiful but troubled world to find out more log on to www.ucc.org index.php we wish you blessings for your life can changing what you think really change your life? Tune in to
4: the Dr. Pat Show to learn how intentional living and the power of affirmations can change your life. Kristen Marie Sherline, founder of Affirmagy, will share her story, her company, and advice on how to live intentionally and design a life you love. More information about Affirmagy, log on to Affirmagy.com. That's affirmage.com. Affirmagy.com. Julie, where have you been? Benny,
5: I just returned from a fabulous seminar with Karen Ramsey, learning about how my relationship to money is holding me back from living the life I want.
4: Well, I can't seem to save enough money to contribute to an IRA these days, but I think, you know, it's just too late to start now.
5: Well, Benny, I see that you just bought yourself a latte this morning, and how many times a day do you do that?
4: Uh, I'd say like two or three times a day, but I mean, seriously, what's your point, Julie?
5: If you save the money you spend on just one latte a day, you'd easily be able to contribute $1,400 a year to your IRA.
4: No kidding. Huh, I never thought about it that way.
5: Well, Karen Ramsey says it's never too late to start no matter where you are. And the sooner you start, the better.
4: Well, you know, that's fine with people with money, but how can someone like me afford financial advice from someone like Karen Ramsey?
5: Well, you don't need to be wealthy to get excellent financial advice. In fact, why not tune into her new show beginning October 12th and learn about the myths about money that keep us from living the lives we're meant to live. And visit her on the web at caringmoney.com. That's money caring Money.com. Huna
6: is the ancient spiritual teachings of the people of Hawaii. Huna says, iko Think not that all wisdom is in your school. It's important to remember that no matter who you are or where you come from, there's always more to learn. Call 800 800 Mind or go to Huna.com to learn about the March 10th through 18th Huna event in Kona, Hawaii. Mention the Dr. Pat Show when you call, the Huna Workshop, and the Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you You're more than that. For the
0: people, by the people. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back. This is Interfaith Talk Radio. I'm Rabbi Ted Falcon, and I'm sitting here with... I'm Brother Jamal Rahman. And uh, our third partner is Recovering... Uh, well from his surgery of a week ago we'll be talking we talked with him on the telephone at the during the last segment and we'll talk with pastor don uh, during the show next week as well and we, we started talking about the different faces of god and the challenges of holding a truly pluralistic viewpoint acknowledging and affirming The truth of our own faith, while at the same time, acknowledging and affirming the truth of other faiths. And I was just, I just turned to Brother Jamal right before we got back on the air, and I wondered if he had a God story for
1: us. I I do indeed, uh, uh, Brother Ted. Uh, You know, uh, Islam literally means to surrender. So there's a very simple story of Allah coming down in the guise of a beggar and asking two people for some help and one beggar gives just uh, one small measly coin and the other person gives like 25 or 50 cents and then this beggar who actually is God he transforms them into the equivalent amount of gold and returns it back to the people meaning that God can give back to you only what you offer to God. Mm. So there's a wonderful, um, you know, inspirational poem, if I remember, it says, it suits the generous man to give money. But truly the the generosity of the lover is to surrender his or her soul. If you give bread uh, for bread's sake, you should be given bread in return. But if you give your life for God's sake, you'll be given life in return. God can only give back to you only what you offer. Of course transformed, magnified, and that's the meaning of surrendering to God. That's that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful image and it
0: raises one of the issues of dealing with belief in God. Because for some people God is uh, like a big person. Yes. And whether that big person is in the sky, even though astronauts have not yet located that god um that big figure kind of is often seen as acting the way we act so that if were if we do what it wants us to do then it showers us with blessings and if we do yes. what it doesn't want us to do then we are
1: punished like you were saying yesterday to you when you were younger uh, god was a, a a magnified version of your rabbi absolutely god had
0: white hair that stood out from the sides of his head uh... he was bald on top and he got angry a lot and when he got angry his face got real red and he shouted <laughs> uh, and i sus- i have a suspicion that there uh-huh. are stages natural stages through which the belief in god travels as we grow uh-huh. as, we, as we mature and if we are, if we really engage in a spiritual path, that growing is conscious. Much of the time we stop our path at some point and we walk around in adult bodies in an adult world, but with child-like visions of God and spirituality because we never
1: probed further. Yes, and I'm sure that every tradition, uh, certainly in the Jewish tradition, uh, there are verses from the scriptures that talk about God being everywhere, God being inside and outside. But of course, it's a question of our conditioning. Uh, from a very early age, I was very aware of that verse in the Quran that God is both zahir and batin, right. outside of you and inside of you. And also that verse which you're very familiar with from the Quran, uh, every so where you turn is the face of Allah. Uh, but, of course, these are just uh, verses which to a child maybe won't mean very much, or actually would mean a lot to a child probably, but less to an adult, because a child probably would be able to embrace and absorb that in a more magical way. Right. Uh, but uh, please tell me some verses or some insights from the Jewish tradition that reflect the same idea of God being everywhere, inside and outside.
0: I think the basic,
1: uh, the
0: there are two basic words names for God in Jewish tradition. One is, we we speak it Mm -hmm. as Adonai, but that's a word that's spoken instead of the unpronounceable four-letter name of God. That name of God, which probably could be translated best as eternal, Mm -hmm. eternal one, that being encompassing All being, that being outside of whom nothing is. That's the outer, that's the container. And then the other most frequently used name of God is Elohim, which is a plural noun even though it always takes a singular verb Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's not translated gods even though it looks like it should be it's translated god and that's understood as the one manifesting as the many so it looks like there's many beings but there's really it's all simply a reflection of one Mm -hmm. and that manyness the elohim is also seen as the god within I see, I see, So, uh, the Torah, uh, the five books, the first five books of the Hebrew Bible will have a quote like in uh, Deuteronomy, uh, chapter 4, verse 35, that says, You have been shown to know that yud would vav that the four-letter name, that Adonai is Ha-Elohim that's the inner presence and that's in a way the greatest mystery of faith you yes. know how could it all mm-hmm. the whole thing is is inside the whole and we are inside it very much like in the muslim tradition right. where god cannot be contained in the whole in the, in the earth, earth or the heavens uh-huh. but God can be contained in the human heart yes. I mean, it's just a very, very clear reflection and then the verse in Deuteronomy goes on to say "Ein od milvado," which means at least the mystics translate there's nothing else going on uh-huh. besides God and that gets into a different way of uh-huh. perceiving oneness yes. it's not that there's one God out there and there's no other god out there it's that god in fact is a word we use to point toward the totality of being mm-hmm. which in fact is one mm-hmm. that there is one life which we are sharing there's one awareness which we are sharing mm-hmm. so that just as you say wherever we look is the face of allah wherever we look mm-hmm. we see God looking back at us. And our challenge is to see that
1: Mm -hmm. in each other and to know that in ourselves. So that really requires the work of creating that inner spaciousness. So it's not so much about God, but for me to do that inner work where I'm able to create that inner space within myself to be to be able to contain this absolute mystery so another verse from the quran along those lines says that god is the ultimate mystery right which is why as you know in dao in dao de ching it says you know if you want to say you want to talk about god uh, those who say do not know right and those who know do not say and i love that verse which you have heard many times in the quran which says that and we repeated this quite often that if all the trees in this universe became pens and all the seven oceans became ink and one began to write out the mysteries of God, and those seven oceans were depleted, and you replenished them, uh, and you kept on writing. We wouldn't come closer describing a fraction of the fraction of the fraction of God's astonishing mysteries, but everything is God. Right, so in each
0: tradition, each tradition develops metaphors, each tradition develops stories that help point us toward that greater reality, and help speak of our participation in this grand spiritual adventure called life and of course sometimes we get so caught up in our own stories that we don't think there's any other story you know so it's difficult to allow that there are other stories and sometimes too we get so caught up in our individual existence that we become closed to a greater vision. Mm -hmm. So that, for example, when we get angry or when we get upset, it is very difficult to look at the other as a
1: reflection of ourselves. Quick question, dear I want to ask you. In your personal life, like I use the word Allah, in your personal life, to connect with that mystery, what word do you use? Is it Elohim? Is it other? Language? What is a common I usage? Use, I use Holy One of Being. Holy One of Being. I see. Holy
0: One of All Being. Uh-huh. Holy One of My Being. Uh-huh. Um That's
1: that for you works personally. for me. Yeah. But other Jews, what would they say? The equivalent of Allah, like Oh Allah, please help me. Thank you, Allah. What would you What would you the say? Uh, English speakers would say God. Oh, I see. I see. And in Israel, what would they say then? The Jews mm-hmm. in Israel.
0: Well, they would. That's a that's an interesting question, but
1: it would probably be I Adonai. Uh-huh. Adonai, please help me. Adonai, thank you very much. Yeah. I see, okay.
0: Or, Huet Adonai Hamvorach. It's like the language of prayer mm-hmm. is a language of blessing Adonai. Mm-hmm. Uh, recognizing Adonai is the energy of universal blessing, stepping into that. I see. But uh, we're discussing the many faces of God, namely the different facets through which we perceive ultimate reality. If anybody would like to join in this conversation, you're welcome to join us. You can reach us at 425-373-5527. And we're taking a break now, and we'll be right back.
6: wrong with me. I just can't seem to get over this. Change results in loss. With death in the family, divorce, or major illness, there's going to be grief. When you're feeling overwhelmed or like you just can't get through it alone, you can heal through grief counseling. You can call Sybil Lundy at Whole Life Counseling. For nearly 10 years, Whole Life Counseling has been a safe place to come to peace with life changes. Call
4: 206-683-156. Designs.com. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic with your Maximize Living Tip of the Week. Loss of normal healthy neck alignment called forward head posture can lead to decreased mental capacity, decreased lung capacity, and limited healing potential. Great posture is vital to maximize living. When standing or seated for long periods of time, make sure your ears are lined up over your shoulders to prevent forward head posture and maintain optimal health. To learn more about maximizing your life, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com
5: is the ancient spiritual teachings of the people of Hawaii. Most people who study Huna want to know more about themselves and the world around them. If you are interested in a more spiritual view of the world and want to discover a whole new universe around you, then Huna is for you. Call 800-800-MIND or go to Huna.com to learn about the March 10th through 18th Huna event in Kona, Hawaii. Mention the Dr. Pacho when you call, the Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, You're more than that.
0: Going against the grain has never been so much fun. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Okay. And welcome back. This is Interfaith Talk Radio, coming to you from the studios of KKNW, 1150 AM, and streaming on the Internet worldwide at interfaithtalkradio.com. I'm Rabbi Ted Falcon, here with Brother Jamal Rahman, and we are welcoming a caller. Pat, are you there? Pat, are you there?
7: I am. Oh,
0: there you you are.
7: I am. I just wanted to send my best wishes and prayers to Don. So glad to hear him sounding so strong.
1: Yeah, great.
7: Yeah. So um, I just had a couple thoughts I just wanted to sort of add to the discussion if I could.
0: Thank you and
7: uh that is that i if I try and sort of either call up an image or a name or whatever, I find that I start tripping over um my own culture and my own uh, upbringing, my particular religious upbringing mm-hmm. and I, I if I try and put a face on it then i you know I always get um. That those faces that I'm familiar with. So what I find has really helped me is to go to my own experience and to um, either through a spiritual practice or uh, through an encounter uh, with uh, someone to really have that experience that there's something happening that is bigger than I am, and that is hard to either explain or to name, uh, or um, to, to put to put a box around. Mm. Right, I, I guess is is what I find, and um, it, it feels so much more authentic for me.
0: So it's more like awakening in the moment to something greater.
7: Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. we can't really. And and it, it, it it's also a shared experience. And and so it's not something that we can say. Well, you know, my thing is is more uh, more um, accurate than yours. Whatever my name is, or whatever right. m- my image is. But rather the experience.
1: So, yeah, so you get in touch with that feeling. You mean? Yes. And that feeling that you've had, which really, uh, as we say, splashed in your chest. Yes. And uh, that is what connects you.
7: Exactly. Interesting, yeah. And then I don't have to worry Uh about naming it or creating an image, because I know that it's, it's unnameable. It's, it's unimaginable, yes. if you
1: will. You know, Rumi would say that, you know, for him, one one way of remembering God was same thing like you had experienced that uh, a perfect falcon for no reason. I mean, has landed he, said, an, he said falcon. <laughs> 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 I, didn't say, I didn't say rabbit online. I said falcon. <laughs> 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 but a perfect falcon for for no reason has landed on my shoulder. And you feel it. Yes. You feel it.
7: And the other thing that you were um, talking about when you were saying about how you, um, you know, that you wherever you look, yes. you know, you see the face of God. Yes. But, you know, I get caught up with well, when I look, I see your personality. Right. And you, so, but, yeah, you know, uh, and, and but when I have that <clears throat> experience of right. that oneness that we share, oh. then your personality becomes irrelevant
1: beautiful so that feeling is so powerful as a connecting yeah. um, right. connector so you go beyond from you go beyond form and go into essence then at that time
7: right and it just um, i don't know it just works at, it for me in a in a much more um, understandable way
1: i guess right you should, a I bo- you should write a book about it pat
7: yeah <laughs> <laughs> You guys are great. Anyway, that's what, that was what I had to share. So thank you for letting me.
1: Thank you,
0: Pat. You know, one of the quandaries of the mystics over the ages is that all mystics have the awareness or the realization or the awakening. And they say, I can't put it into words. Yeah. We can't talk about this. And then mystics go on to write more words and speak more words <laughs> right. than anybody else. <laughs> because there is something... Mm-hmm so joy-filled and so life-filled yeah. and so vital in right. the realization that you know it's like a prime directive you've okay. got to share it
7: right but you know i when i have done uh some of the dances of universal peace or i've done turning with Sufis, mm-hmm. with the dervishes yes well you you know when you look in the eyes of the other people that are turning with you, that you're there, right? And it doesn't need to be spoken about, right? That you know that 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 what what is happening in your heart mm-hmm. is is a shared experience. At least that's been my experience.
1: That's great, and that's what really matters: your own personal, individual experience.
7: Exactly, that is non-refutable, and so there's really no need to get into. Uh, an argument or a my way is better than your way, kind of thing, which,
1: uh-huh. um,
7: you know, it, it's just, oh, yeah. It's that peace that's beyond words.
1: Okay. I'm just curious, pal. I had asked Brother Ted what word he uses to connect in terms of words. He, he uses Holy One. Uh, I use Allah. What do you use, just if you have to use a word to connect besides the feeling?
7: The Beloved.
1: Beloved. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah,
7: <laughs> yeah. or oh, the Holy One.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. Great! I, well, I just want to say
7: you guys are doing great.
1: Thank so you so much. Work. Thanks All for right. your call. Pat. Thank you, Pat.
7: All right. Thank God you. bless. Mm-hmm.
0: Holy One, bless. You know, it's interesting when one crosses the uh, crosses from talking about it to actually awakening or having the experience. Then the realization is very different than the words, and you know that mm-hmm. the words were hollow before. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But the words give you a referent point, a yes. reference point. Yes. So that sometimes the words are, you, you know the words, and then you have the experience. You go, oh, that's what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. That's where it fits in. Mm-hmm. And they're, ha- you know, so we we yearn for some way of communicating. Yes. That which gets communicated in a glance or gets communicated in a smile or gets communicated in a breath. But we long to be able to hold it, connect, yes, in a, you know, more in a in a linear fashion.
1: But since words can also have, as you know, vibrations, yes. so for me personally, of course, I go with feeling very much. But when I say Allah, right. it evokes right. uh, those feelings. Right. You know, it's interesting in Spain when the Muslims were there; they were there for 400 years. They used the word "Oh Allah" so often, "Ya Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Allah," and that became the reference point for that. Word which is now considered Spanish, ole or ola. Wow. It comes from Ya Allah, Ya Allah, because Muslims would say it so very often. That's fascinating. It's interesting to find the roots for that word, ole or ola.
0: Yeah. So I'm told we have uh, another caller. Eric just uh, dashed out of the room to pick up the phone, and we've got Shira on the line. Hi. Hey, Shira. How Hi, are gentlemen? you?
6: gentlemen. I'm good. Thank you. I send my healing blessings to Don as well. Beautiful. Um, you know who the greatest mystics are? And the ones that I learn from the most in this subject are the kids. Uh. You know, because those of us who can go back into our experience as children can remember, you know, our first experiential um, knowledge of another being before before we had the different words and the different experiences and the different images to try to put on it and I remember, I remember that being my very first time where I had the knowledge before I got it confused with adults telling me what it was supposed to be like mm-hmm. and that was before I didn't grow up with um, names for anything so I remember dancing around a tree and just singing my praises And I didn't have a name to to put to it, but I sang it anyway. And only knew later that was what that was. You know, different names got put to it from different people, but I knew what that was without a name first. And sometimes it's so amazing to me just to go and hold a child and, you know, rock and chant or sing and get to be close to that experience again.
0: Hmm. There's something... As I hear you talking about it, it, it it just feels like there's something about that kind of connection and that kind of celebration, which is just built in. It's part of our system.
6: Yeah. I think and, it's our natural inclination yeah. to know that. And as we get older, you know, we can forget that. If you've ever been, it's fascinating sometimes to be with a really young child, and as they're just about to fall asleep... And that veil is really thin Mm -hmm. to ask them what they remember. Uh huh. You know, and and sometimes they don't question it. They don't mean, what do you mean?
0: Right, exactly.
6: (laughs) They know what you're talking about. Yeah. And they can tell you because they haven't, they still have that.
0: Right. Ruth and I have found that uh, talking to young people who have been really important to us Mm -hmm. and noticing that at a certain point, they can talk about all kinds of things and then as the ego as the sense of separate self gets built up through more sophisticated language and through more sophisticated action in the world it's like a veil closes Mm -hmm. over Mm -hmm. and that becomes unavailable until later Mm -hmm. that's why you can
1: remember you you know Mm -hmm. somehow that veil didn't quite close for you Mm. So really, uh, Shira, you're a mystic, because <laughs> mystics love children, children love mystics, and mystics are childlike. Yeah. Really childlike, because of that. Yeah. That's beautiful, beautiful yeah, sharing. Yeah,
6: special, when we can get close to them and get to share that. Yeah. All right, well, I'll go listen to the rest of
1: your show. Thank Who you else? for calling. Yes, thank you're you for right. your sharing, and be with your children.
6: Yes, I'm on my way. <laughs> 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 All right, bless you.
1: Bless you, too. Oh,
0: that's great. Bye-bye. Good. When I hear stories of children, I I don't think when I look back at my own childhood, I was that exuberant. I think I took life more seriously, whatever, whatever the context in which um, I came in. I think part of it was getting born a month after Pearl Harbor. I think part of it was getting born into a Jewish family, just as the real dimensions of the Holocaust were being understood. That somehow, I think there was a a kind of seriousness that inhibited
1: that freer ability to frolic. I don't know if that's true. No, but maybe others found you. Because of you, because of your childlike uh, innocence and beauty, they felt a connection to God, which you can't probably remember within yourself. But others found that through you. Well, if they did, they never told me about it. <laughs> well, blessed <laughs> them for having enjoyed it <laughs> and prospered and flourished because of that.
0: Indeed. Indeed. So we are Interfaith Talk Radio and... Brother Jamal Rahman and I, I'm Rabbi Ted Falcon, are talking with you and with each other about the many faces of the presence of the ultimate reality that we call God. Clearly within the individual as with and as well as within peoples, the development of the principle uh, and the reality of oneness Mm -hmm. uh, expands and evolves over time and sometimes that one excludes others and sometimes that one embraces it all and yet the words we use it's still one There's one God, you're either inside it or you're outside it. You're either included or you're excluded. There are some who say, uh, like at the second coming, all those who are outside, who are not believing correctly, will be punished. Mm -hmm. And all those who are believing correctly will be welcomed. Mm -hmm. And I keep having an image that if such a spiritual being, a total spiritual being Mm -hmm. of such enfoldment would arrive, the heart would open to embrace us all and in that love believers and non-believers alike would be welcome. This is Interfaith Talk Radio Uh, we're sharing some thoughts about ultimate reality the nature of God we'll take a break for our sponsors and we'll be right back
4: University Congregational United Church of Christ, located at 4515 16th Avenue Northeast, right across from the Burke Museum, wants you to know that it is a liberal and inclusive congregation waiting to welcome you to worship, education, fellowship, and service. We need your help to say yes to God's purposes. For more information, log on to universityucc.org. That's universityucc.org or call 206-524-2322. That's 206-524-23-
3: Adults can share creative, fun, meaningful, and long-lasting experiences with their children who will learn about themselves with messages of loving self-image and emotional reinforcement. Love your children by giving your whole family the gift of inspired conversation with Seeds of Discovery Books by Carla Miller. Seeds of Discovery Books can be found at the Center for Spiritual Living, Island Books, Seattle Unity Church Bookstore, or by going to seedsofdiscovery.com or calling 888-426-1632. That's 888 426
5: Are you yearning to live a more fully expressed and joyful life? Do you want to explore and discover what ignites your heart? Heart Ignited is a potent coaching process created by Deborah Tracci, a life and transition coaching pioneer. Tune into the Dr. Pat Show to learn more about this unique process. Go to heartignited.com or call 206-236-6100 to learn more. That's heartignited.com or 206 206- 236 Releasing the past and stepping fully into the present is now easier than imagined. Hi, I'm Sue Newfeld ellis of QuantumHealing.us. Dr. Pat and I will be teaming up to give you many powerful ways to open the door to an extraordinary life. Tune in and discover how, starting February 15th. For more information and to receive 25 tips to reduce your stress visit quantumhealing.us
0: The search is over. you found the station that's not afraid to be different. Alternative Talk
4: 1150 AM
0: And Alternative Talk 1150 AM Not Afraid to be Different winds up greeting you with Interfaith Talk Radio. Um, Back with you from our break This is Rabbi Ted Falcon I'm here with
1: Brother Jamal Rahman.
0: Periodically we check to make sure that we still remember our names, even though we're dealing with very high spiritual (laughs) realities where the individuality kind of dissolves and we know that we are sharing something far greater, that then we seek to express Mm -hmm. through the particularities of our beings. This notion of identity, all the levels of identity... Uh, Brother Jamal and I are doing a retreat toward the end of February, February 22nd to through 25th at Camp Brotherhood, which is an interfaith retreat center in Arlington, Washington, about an hour north of Seattle. It's called The Quest for Spiritual Identity, and we will be looking... Through meditation, through chanting, through teaching from both of our traditions at the various levels at which we awaken to our I-ness, to the experience of being present. And talking about the levels of exclusivity as well as the levels of inclusivity. And for those of you who'd like to find out more about it, if you go to spiritualcommunity.org. You will find a website that will talk about um, our retreat. And this is the what? This is a third, or fourth, or fifth time we're doing it. We had This is now a tradition. I think this yeah. is third time.
1: Th- I think it's more. Is it? Yeah, I think at least. The we fourth. have been doing
0: yes. a February retreat yes. at Camp Brotherhood now for a number of years, and it is tradition. Yes, that's right. So traditions are important.
1: It's a road more traveled, less traveled, and. It's a wonderful place. I oh, love Camp Brotherhood. It's conducive. It has that feeling of tranquility and that greenery and that quietness. And it was begun by a priest and a rabbi. Yes.
0: And as a, as a place that could support an expanding interfaith dialogue. And as well, like any place that seeks to do that is also going to draw some of the challenges mm-hmm. of that dialogue where we get pressed up against it and, and how wonderful uh,
1: how wonderful it happens it is wonderful
0: and sometimes in the moment it doesn't feel so wonderful. right right so sometimes when when our hearts are open and when we feel inclusive um it is there's nothing like it
1: and as we always say you know at least i emphasize all the time what a place to what a wonderful place to do the real inner work of expanding our spaciousness so we can really celebrate all the faces of god right father william tracy who was the priest with whom
0: rabbi levine began camp brotherhood uh rabbi levine has since passed on yes and father tracy thank god is with us and I remember one day at Camp Brotherhood where Father Tracy was looking out, the old dining hall actually, at the greenery and mm-hmm. at the hills. And he mo- pointed toward the window and he said, Listen and look at what God is telling you mm-hmm. in this moment. Mm-hmm. And it was very special. Right. And I guess part of when we talk about. Our, our understanding of God, we also talk about how God speaks mm-hmm. and the energies of that holiness that are that meet us
1: as our blessings yes. in our lives. I love that uh, along those lines, that haiku where someone says to the almond tree, the very famous one, oh sister almond tree, tell me of God. And the almond tree blossomed. Mm. And so everything is a sign. The Quran says everything is an ayat. Ayat means sign. Everything around you is a sign of God. Uh, I am, you are, uh, that insect is, the flower is, the wind is. If only we could have the eyes and the ears to listen and see. Right. When Torah says, all there is is God. Ain O,
0: there's nothing more. That's a description of reality. That's not necessarily a description of my reality mm-hmm. but so part of the quest for the individual is how do I allow myself to perceive mm-hmm. the expression the word the energy of the
1: divine in this moment and when when one does what amazing words come out for example uh, Prophet Muhammad made this statement when he reached that level of consciousness and he exclaimed uh, I am God," he said. "I am He. I am He, and He is I. Except that I am I, and He is He. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's great. There's a there's a, a Hasidic Rabbi named uh, uh, Menachem Mendel of Kotzk who said, "If you are you." because I am I mm-hmm. and I am I because you are you then I am not I and you are not you <laughs> but if I am uh-huh. I because I am I uh-huh. and you are you because uh-huh. you are you then uh-huh. you are you and I, I am I, I, I it's like if we try to pretend to be someone else mm-hmm. it doesn't work mm-hmm. and if we allow ourselves to open to the deeper integrity and the deeper truth and the deeper honesty of our own being through that, we expand our awareness to that which is eternal.
1: You know, And the mystics in Islam say, you know, Oh God, you have created this I, you, thou, we, they, just to play the game of adoration with yourself.
0: Mm. Well,
1: here we are,
0: the one manifesting as mm. the many, in yes. order to, from uh, the point of view of the Qur'an, that we might get to know each other. Absolutely. Yes. And that we might get to embrace each other and welcome each other and support each other and celebrate each other and learn how together to create the paradise that
1: is meant to be. Right here on earth. Yeah. As we always repeat, the miracle is not to walk on water. The miracle is to walk on land right here. Paradise is here.
0: Yes, consciously. With, with consciousness. So a while ago when we, uh, as we started developing our program, we decided that we would end each of our programs with a spiritual practice that we could encourage our listeners to engage in and as we focus on this topic of opening our hearts of opening our minds Mm -hmm. of stepping into the exclusivity Mm -hmm. i wonder if there's something along that line brother jamal that you would like to share
1: sure two things i'd like to share Um, uh, in the islamic tradition if through any means any practice you have of expressing gratitude if you really, even if it's robotic, if you express gratitude, this really connects you to mystery. So, for, as an example, I can continue to say this prayer. Oh God, uh, favor upon favor have you bestowed upon this handful of dust. Thank you, God. That's one way I do it. The other way is the Quran says, when times of difficulties comes upon you, can you just say that, repeat this verse which says, uh, surely from God we have come, and to God we are returning. Surely, to God we belong, and to God we are returning. That mantra, repeating it again and again in times of affliction, surely uh, we belong to God, and to God we are returning, has a very deep effect over time in connecting one with God.
7: Mm.
1: Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. It
0: is literally opening one's eyes to the present and affirming Here we are. How do we enter this moment with a more open heart and with a more expansive spirit? Yes. I suppose that's the quest that we are sharing with all of you who are listening. This is Interfaith Talk Radio. We will be back next Monday at 5 o'clock. From now till then, we wish you a, a week of blessing a week of heart opening, a week of becoming more aware of the one
1: we are. May the Holy One bless you. Amen.